in a previous uh, poem we talked about a different sense of environment environment is a place where we inhabit so a city could be an urban environment a village could be a rural environment so these are uh, places where we stay and live and inhabit so such places are also called environment not simply nature forests valleys mountains it is in this sense uh, that we have to look at the story lord shedding by ashish kaul he is an indian born indian australian english writer he studied in india as well as in australia and he is now teaching at state university of new york as an assistant professor he is a student of literature a teacher of literature and his collections have come out in the past few years this story is from a, an anthology a collection of stories of various authors called of indian origin writings from australia so these are about stories from australian writers who are born in india so this is a story of a young man during a day his thoughts his experiences his dreams and his memories on at the time of lord shedding it is a very uh, uncomfortable time when there is uh, a lord shedding during summer time the heat will make you very less energetic you will feel lethargic you will feel like dreaming and dazing and sleepy all the time it will dull your brain so you will have all kinds of dreams and thoughts and memories and all so this story consists of all of this what goes through the minds of a young person he is a well educated young man english literature he knows a lot he has read a lot of books he has uh, relationships and he has he is living in the city that is the environment that he is staying and the story is happening inside his uh, room in his house in the busy city and during a summer time the story uh, cannot be summarized as such you have to read the story in totality to understand the uh, need turns of phrases to understand the beauty of the language in this short series i will try to still summarize what each of the paragraphs mean so it is up to you to go through the story read the story line by line look at the difficult words in the glossary and look into the summary that i am giving you when you look at the story in the beginning we see an entire portion in italics this is actually a dream of the writer the narrator the person who is telling the story and in this it's a very violent dream in which this person uh, the narrator and the protagonist who is speaking in first person is having a nightmare he 
is being first taken his hands are tied to a uh, hands and legs are tied on a uh, stick and he is being carried to a room and he is feeling very tired he has no energy everything is gone then suddenly he falls and it's like an endless tunnel and he falls and falls until he reaches the other side of the uh, falling he reaches a what is known as the end of a tunnel and then he emerges out of it and he sees a place like a uh, buddhist temple uh, in say malaysia or cambodia or something he sees a temple like that and he sees it's a forest and he then starts running towards uh, in, in the forest and he see another writer uh, beside him he also see uh, shots are being fired at him while walking through the forest he see that while walking through the forest he sees that somebody is shooting at him somebody is firing a gun at him and he starts running through the forest and he cannot see who is who is the enemy who is fighting him but he runs for his life and later he is able to see the figure of this uh, american modernist poet william burroughs that is the person who is attacking him and he sees that figure and there is somebody who is guiding him our uh, narrator is being guided by another person but later that person also gives up and the narrator has nobody to help him and he falls down and he might have as well died that is how the dream ends and the story starts the story starts with the first line it was only a dream this violent happening was actually a dream and he is awake his legs are aching and there are he is full of sweat because it is lot shedding and it is summer and he is uh, feeling very restless he wakes up from his sleep and then he realizes that he woke up because there was a telephone ring and the ring ran out which means that nobody took the uh, call he was sleeping he woke up but he could not take the call and the fan is not running the heat is unbearable it could be 40 45 degrees and he is feeling very uncomfortable but he says of course he has been forewarned because they have been warned before that yeah there is going to be lot shedding every year during summer there will be uh, from the state department there will be some notice saying that we should be careful in our electricity usage there will be less current there will be lot shedding all of these things because of the fierce heat and lack of rain and all those so there will be dust storms there is fierce heat and there will be lot shedding so that is how the three paragraphs in page 71 goes
Now we come to the next two paragraphs. He says the Indian citizen uh, will be drinking in some bars or working behind desks and maybe even working outside. That is worse. People in summer, some people who are you know well educated and have a good job, they'll be in inside uh, drinking some in some bars or they'll be working behind inside uh, you know offices. But there are very poor people who will be outside in the uh, summer uh, doing manual labor. So Indians are affected differently during this summer. The work is affecting differently. And the government is also not helping. So there will be a fight between the you know uh, supply companies, the electricity supply company and the state. So then a lot of protests will be there. Then people will get bored of the protest. Then someone will come and you know, observe fasting to protest against the supply companies. Then you wonder why do you uh, uh, go for fasting for such a simple thing. Then you realize that that person is actually a uh, MLA who is fighting for a constituency and all those things. So these are the various observations uh, about the summer load shedding that the narrator has. So this is the narrator and we it is from his perspective that we understand the story. We saw his dreams. We saw him waking up from the dream and he, got, he gets a call but he is unable to take the call. It is summer. It is load shedding time. The fan is not running. He is thinking about the world around him, the environment around him. So whenever people complain to the supply companies the, or the government, the government says the monsoon is very nearby. So we depend on the monsoon for everything, not just for the harvest, but also for our uh, electricity and every other uh, things in Indian life. Then he talks about how people from the village are now coming to the city. So there are a lot of buildings that are being built on the city and there are many people who are unable to live in the village and now come to the city sometimes looking for good work sometimes not getting any work and getting lost somewhere and living in some very shady areas. So these are the various things that go through his mind when thinking about his city that he lives. Some people are working uh, in some offices Somehow, the narrator is stuck inside his home on this summer day with uh, no rain and there is loud shedding. There is no current in the uh, house. So, he wants to cool himself. He goes to the wash basin, washes his face and his head. He has a drink and then he tries to settle down trying to read a book because he knows that if he reads a book for a long time, uh, he might fall asleep because he cannot do anything now because he is feeling very lack, uh, less energetic what he called lethargic lethargic means having less energy so he wants to read a book uh, and fall asleep that's what he wants to do then the telephone rings it is his friend Gina now Gina is a researcher she is uh, traveling and she has called him up uh, and he inquires about it he has first met her when on a literary party 
where uh, writers and readers come together and have a party and he said usually this happens in uh, england uh, or in such big uh, countries but here in india we try to imitate such literary parties so that is where he actually met this girl jina um, and he is trying to remember what happened during that party so he has met some people and there were people who were discussing uh, their writings about literature about art and about writing from the uh, writers are discussing their work when our uh, narrator went to the ho- house he saw this girl uh, she was in the city to complete her field work that is how she came to the uh, the party and he met this girl and they were talking in the um, balcony and he at that time did not have any jobs he was between jobs which means he had left a job and he is now looking for another uh, job so she was then uh, doing research on a field work uh, as if uh, she is doing some research on some settlement colonies at that place it was a slum settlement where she is doing some research work so after uh, her work every day uh, she would uh, walk with our narrator and they walk together and they'll see these small roadside bookshops where old books are being sold she picks up some books and there is dust in the uh, books she chats up with the person and there are a lot of books there so he says that if he starts writing when he looks at the books he thinks that whatever i write whatever right finally this book will end up in a bookshop like this whatever i write whatever big books i write it will finally be available only in this old old bookshops on the roadside full of dust and he sees a trail of ants climbing onto the books he says finally my books will be eaten by ants only and they have chai and there is a uh, bookshop owner who talks to them so uh, he is talking to uh, he is talking that bookshop owner looks educated and looks very knowledgeable he talks to jina he asks uh, who has created the most corrupting influence on indian writing in english which means who has created a bad influence for indian writers indian english writers and jina asks who is it so our narrator is listening to all of this conversation between jina and the uh, roadside bookseller and he says it is rashdi salman rashdi is the bad influence for indian english writers so he has opinions for such things even though he is only a roadside bookseller he has read a lot and he knows about such things
so our narrator says but he has written some fine essays and then he asks another question that bookseller asks another do you know the writer who has influenced arundhati roy the most and the he reply he says the answer is james joyce and he says arundhati roy was most influenced by james joyce and her writing is full of influence of james joyce so he says you can read it in her book and understand it if you don't believe me you can read it in the book so they leave so he is trying to remember this memory uh, when he met gina on the roadside so all of this are memories that are coming to him when he is now sitting in his uh, room during the lot shedding time without anything to do and a call has come from gina and he remembers when he met her and how his friendship with her has evolved has developed <clears throat> then after that after that memory is over he sees a young lizard coming down from the wall so he is looking at everything everything inside the room he has nothing to do he is very bored so he is looking at different different things in the uh, room so he looks at the wall a young lizard is slowly coming down and because it is power cut time it is you know roaming around and it looks like it is going to uh, grab the book uh, that is near to the bookshelf that it is climbing on to and the narrator is looking at it very closely then suddenly uh, his prayers were answered the air conditioner came alive which means the load shedding is gone the power has come back the fan began to uh, rotate and our lizard ran away in fear then finally we see that the electricity has come back in full the heat in the room is lessened the beer began to taste better he was drinking beer and he simply is now staring out of the window and looking at the people working in the city and this is how the story ends now if i describe the story like this you may not understand the various things that are being described the important language uses that he does and the beautiful language that he employs the keen observance of a detail the story has so what you have to do is look at the story read it line by line if you have doubts look at the glossary and try to understand what the uh, experience that you get don't worry about the story itself the story is not about the plot you have to experience the story by looking at it by reading it line by line trying to understand how observant how much the author is trying to convey what are the details that the author is trying to convey what are the experiences that he wants to share don't worry about the story as such look at the details that he is presenting try to understand them that is the only way to read a short story it is not possible to summarize a short story this is just a 
overall outline of the story to understand the story you have to read it completely it's not a big story it is just uh, very detailed in its descriptions so that is how the story uh, progresses so this is ashish kaul's lord shedding you can now read it by yourself and if you have any doubts you can uh, ask it to me on the group but remember that don't try to understand the dream the dream is separated from the main story by using italics so the first portion is the italics italicized dream portion uh, you just have to read it don't try to understand what is happening there it is difficult to understand because it is a dream and it is somebody else's dream dream is full of images of metaverse of symbols something we may not even understand our own dreams sometimes so don't try to understand other people's dreams but simply experience enjoy the dream look at all the images that he is presenting in the dream don't try to see the connection between the dream and the story and all you can do it but you don't have to do it also simply enjoy it thank you